previously on Al's Monster Stampede. Dad? What's up? Do you uh, have something to add? What's going on? Do you see that over there? What is that? the door? Like out in the water? That is a... That's a shark fin. Oh, no. It's peeking out looking at me, and it has its mouth open. And it sounds like, you know, real sharks don't tend to make noise, but I think... I think this one's roaring at us. Yeah, and now all of them are roaring at us. Now, we gotta get out of here. Grab an oar. Oh, gosh. Watch out, creeps! It's a monster stampede! I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaverdad Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. But not just anywhere on Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. Last they heard from us, we were on the run from sharks. Woohoo! Man. Yes, we were. What an ordeal. How'd we get away from those sharks? Well, Dad found some, like, oars he got attached. I went to the back and found this motor, so we just oared away. Oared away? (laughs) We did both. I rode and you turned on the motor. Yep. Extra speed. (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-huh. There's only one way to ensure that you survive an encounter with movie sharks, and that's run away, and that's exactly what we did. So we landed ashore, and now we are... In a big wooden house. You know, I'm starting to think, Al, that there are all kinds of big old houses around Frankenstein's monkey farm. Yeah. And it's weird in light of that, that we live in an apartment. Yeah, but I, it looks like, looks like we've been in this house before. Hmm, this feels familiar somehow. We're coming to you from a, a spooky... Creepy old abandoned mansion on Frankenstein's monkey farm. That's definitely a ghost. Alistair. I didn't think that was here. Hmm, could be the same one as before. It may be, huh? Hard to tell. I mean, we've spent so much of the last few years just running from monsters, trying to record a podcast. That it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Well, since we're here and we are recording, let's get to the subject at hand. Let's get class started with Professor Al, who has, of course, got, what did we call it? A doctorate in monsters? Yeah. (laughs) A monster doctor. And so he's a professor of monsterdom, and he's here to educate you about how to recognize movie monsters should you find yourself trapped inside a movie and defend yourself against them. You're right. And what's the topic of today's lecture, Al? Haunted houses. Hmm, that's interesting because, of course, it doesn't sound like a monster. No, but but it is a monster. Oh, it's like a danger unto itself? Yeah. Okay, well, I look forward to hearing about it. Yeah. Okay, so a haunted house is presumably different from a regular house. Yes. How so? Because 
it's a specific reason why ghosts and other monsters come. Oh, so it's a house that is specifically home to ghosts and monsters? It's not home to. It probably used to be just like a regular house that mm. got like abandoned and then like got all old and spider webs and stuff like that. Okay. In it. Or people make it haunted. Ooh, people make it haunted. How do people make it haunted? Some people can be the ghosts. Can you be a person and a ghost at the same time? No. How do you become a ghost? Well, you die, basically, to become a ghost. Okay, but, step one, die. Got it. But you can also fake yourself as a ghost. Oh, Okay, so this is tricky. Are these two different types of haunted houses then? Ones that are haunted by ghosts and ones that just seem to be haunted by ghosts? Some people actually think that it's haunted, but it's not. Mm. Sometimes people, like, they figure out that people are actually haunting it, but the people that, that are faking they're the ghosts actually are one of the people that the real ghosts are trying to hunt. Mm. Since sometimes there's real ghosts. So we might have a situation where you're in a house that you think is a haunted house that is haunted by ghosts, but in other situations, it's people making it look like it's haunted by ghosts. But in yet other situations, you can be in a house that appears to be haunted that is really being manipulated by people pretending to be ghosts who are themselves being hunted by ghosts? Yes. That's complicated. Oh, boy. So we got three variations on haunted houses right there. Ghosts. Yep. No ghosts but people. And people and ghosts. Yep. That is complex. But the key there is that it's a house, right? Yeah. So you're saying that in some way the house is itself a danger to be in. Yeah. Right, the same way as like encountering a shark in a movie is dangerous. Encountering a haunted house is dangerous. It's more dangerous, actually. Oh, how so? Because it like sometimes it might look like just a regular, normal, good-looking house, and it says mm -hmm. for sale, then it's sold. But then it's actually like when you go in, it's nice and tidy. But then the ghosts try to attract you so they can kill you. Oh, is that all ghosts want to do in haunted houses? No, well, sometimes no. Okay, so is it just that the ghosts are the enemy or is the house part of the problem? Yeah, the house. How so? Because sometimes the house can actually be the monster. Mm-hmm. The ghosts also try to attract you and then trap you and kill you. Attract you how? Like like draw you into the house? Like make you want to be there? Or do you mean attack? Basically, the ghosts, like, they get a dead body and then, like, they get inside it and fake that it's a real person and invite them into, like, a party. So, and like, possession? They, yeah, basically, that happens, too. And does possession have anything to do with the haunted house itself? Yeah, since sometimes the house is possessed by ghosts. If we're talking about a haunted house then, how is this different from like a regular movie ghost? These ghosts can throw things. Okay, kind throw. of a poltergeisty kind of a situation. Yeah. 
Also, one thing that also makes it haunted is because the ghosts basically trap themselves there. Ooh, they they are trapped themselves. They trap themselves. How so? How are they trapping themselves there? Because they really like the house, so basically they're stuck there. Mm. And if they go out, basically they're like in a different place that they can never get out of. Only they have to get back in. Oh, so like if they try to leave the house, then they're forced by sort of the universe to go back into the house. Basically, but they're like in a place that's like a never-ending place that oh. they can never get back. They have to go right back through the door. So basically, it's either the house or they're sort of in a never-ending hellscape. Basically. Okay. Now, why are these spirits sticking around as ghosts, right? And why why are they specifically trapped in these houses then? Because they also have unfinished business. Ooh, that's interesting. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by unfinished business? They have business to do. <laughs> I assume that's what you mean by yeah. unfinished business. But like what kind of unfinished business is going to keep a yeah. spirit on the earth? Because they're not really like when you're a ghost, mm -hmm. you're not really in like heaven or hell, basically. Okay. Not in one of those. But you're trapped you're, on earth. Yeah. You're on earth, but you're like in the middle of earth, heaven, and hell. Okay, so then, and you're trapped in a house, right? What kind of unfinished business traps you there, though? That's what I'm asking. The unfinished business is that you have to have a weird death. Oh, okay, so, like, they were living their lives normally? Yeah. But then they died a strange death. Like if they fall off a cliff into a river on accident. Okay, or... Or they got shot or something. Oh, murder. Murder, Ooh, yeah. so it's like, is it a revenge thing sometimes then? Sometimes. So you're saying that these houses are haunted by ghosts that are stuck in them because the ghosts have unfinished business that's related to their death. Yeah. And so if they were murdered, what kind of business would they have to finish to, like, move on? The business is that they have to... Kill somebody the exact same way Ooh. that somebody killed them. What would happen if the person who killed them walked into the house and they killed that person? Wait, so the killers... Yeah, let's say somebody walks in. Let's say Johnny Q walks in the door and shoots me and I become a ghost here yeah. because I got shot. And let's say a month later, Johnny Q walks back through the door and I'm a ghost here and I kill him. Does that finish my business? Really? No. No? Ooh, so a ghost is never satisfied with revenge. No, you have to kill somebody, but, like, you have to kill them the same way, but they have to be the same gender, they have to be the same age. Okay. And you have to kill them exactly like how you got killed. That's wild. What movie are you getting that from? Well, I don't really know. You haven't seen this in any movie? Well, I know you have to kill somebody. Okay. But do you think, have you seen a movie then where a ghost kills somebody and then the ghost finishes their business and goes to heaven or hell? Well, no, I haven't seen a movie about that. But I know you have to kill somebody to finish your business. Okay, okay. So you're not quite certain on the specifics, but that seems to make 
the most sense from everything you've seen. All right, all right, all right. Now, that's handling the ghost aspect of it, okay? Let's move to the house itself for a minute, because I think this is obviously a hugely important part of it. We've established that there's a ghost who's stuck in a house. Yeah. And who's like one with the house, and they can't leave the house, and they Uh use the house. They either possess the house and become it, or they use the house as a tool and part of their business finishing. But there's a bigger question that we need to answer here for the sake of our listeners and for the safety of our listeners if they find themselves trapped in a movie. How will they know if they are in a haunted house and not a regular house? It's usually like a dark house. Mm-hmm. And like it usually has like giant spider webs or something. Okay. And one of the big reasons... Is because sometimes things drop and you don't, like, touch them even. And Ah. no one touches them. Because you said earlier something about the ghosts can throw things or whatever. So maybe things come flying at you, things drop, you know, a chandelier falls. You would also see footsteps. And sometimes you would hear, like, a ting. Or, like, it's like a ting or k. k, k, Mm. Or, like, something like that. Since the k k k would be like the moving of a bone or like a skeleton. Oh, so you might hear like the ghosts moving around or something. Like a sort of like a chain rattling deal like in Christmas Uh Carol, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you might hear things. You might see things. Would you smell things? No. What about? Only if there was zombies. Okay. Mm. Well, that's a totally different situation then. Then you're in a zombie movie and not a haunted house movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about other sensations? Being cold. Mm. You're like fine, you're warm, but then suddenly you're freezing cold. Like you've got a fire going and you're really warm and then suddenly, oh, you can see your breath in the room or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's a sign of a ghost. Since ghosts, if like a ghost walks through you, it's freezing cold. Okay, that makes sense. So that would be part of a haunted house. Yeah. All right. So then the house itself is dangerous. Things can drop on you. Things can fly at you. Can the house ever work to your advantage? Yes, actually. Okay, how so? Because there's some secret passageways. Ooh, secret passageways. Is that a really common feature of haunted houses? Yeah. Where do they typically lead to? What do they do for you? Sometimes they lead to, like, rooms full of ghosts. That's a bag. Sometimes they lead to rooms, like if you're locked. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they lead to rooms that get you out. Ah, so they can be an escape route as well. Sure. Yeah, but sometimes they look like an escape route, but they're actually the person door to, like, that, like, never-ending place. I oh. forgot to say, there's, like, monsters in that never-ending place that oh. even eat ghosts. Oh, like in uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the kind of things that traps them in these houses, right? They can't leave, and maybe they don't even want to leave if they have unfinished business. Yeah, sometimes if they go out, it's just where their house was, but sometimes they don't want to leave. Yeah, they're part of the house. The house is part of them, like you said. And they could even become the house in ways. Like they could, you know, move the drawers or whatever, and it becomes hard to tell, especially if you can't see the ghost, where the ghost ends and the house begins and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, that's tricky. Since 
it's hard to catch a ghost, since sometimes yeah. a ghost can become visible, and then it runs around and you're chasing it, and then invisible and dead, blah, and you're dead. Oh, that's how it works, dead, blah. You're, uh. Like, it zooms away um, while it's invisible, flies away, and then you can't find it. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's say you're in a haunted house, and you realize you're in a haunted house. How do you protect yourself? What do you do? Well, you can. One of the best ways is to annoy the ghosts. Mmm. How so? Because if you annoy them, they get bored and stuff, and then they don't like you and they let you leave. Ah, you got to make them not like you enough that they just let you go. How do you know they're going to let you go and not kill you? Like, specifically, what kind of thing would you do to annoy them? To make them let you leave, but not make them kill you. Also, one of the things about annoying them is sometimes they do kill you. I assumed as much. But, like, how do you... What's the difference, right? Like, how do you know the difference? Sometimes, like, when you annoy them so much, they don't even realize that you can now see them. Oh, they can lose control of themselves? Yeah. What would you do to annoy a ghost? Well... I wouldn't say I don't believe in ghosts. Oh, yeah. As soon as you say that, then they're like, well, we're going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, You would sing like the ABCs, like ABC, like that. Oh, just annoying. Everywhere. Like Baby Shark or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Annoying songs. If I was a ghost and you sang Baby Shark... I would either kill you or force you to leave. One or the other, for sure. Yeah, Although, but if you sing, like, baby songs super loud and annoying, they're like, oh, this is so annoying. I don't like this. Let him out. Yeah, or they'll kill you. What's a way to handle the situation without potentially getting yourself killed, though? Because that's clearly a flaw in your plan thus far, is you could get killed doing this. What's a death-free way to handle this situation? One thing is you make a deal with the ghosts. You stay, like, basically you stay there while the ghosts make a plan and they'll tell you if you can go. But if they make it so you kill you, they don't tell you. Oh, so it's hard to know what they're going to do, you're saying, right? So, like, like, everything, everything you do, you might get to leave or you might die. So there is no, like, death-free way. Oh, okay. It's just really risky no matter what. It's not like you can go, oh, I'm in a haunted house and just run away because they might not let you leave, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they can lock you in. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So then the doors won't even open because, like you said, the ghosts in the house are kind of interchangeable in a way. They're part of the house, so they can close the doors and you're trapped. Yeah. You know, if they can make things move, they can make doors move. They can make doors close. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So it's really tricky. Can you do anything to help them finish their business on this earth? And how would you go about that? Well, the only way to let them finish their business is to make a deal with them. Since sometimes ghosts can go and possess you, but you die, but then you turn into a ghost. Okay, that's that's confusing, but I think I follow. How would you talk to a ghost, though? If you want to make a deal with a ghost, how do you talk to them? Well, how you talk to them is basically you get in a circle and hold hands and chant something. Mm, A seance. Yeah. All right. And so that's a way to speak with ghosts. Yes. Do you need anything specific to be able to do that? 
Or is this something that just anybody can do? Well, you have to have candles all around. You cannot move at all. All right. And sometimes ghosts talk through you. Oh, they like possess you to talk? Yeah. Oh, man. That's that would the be spooky. only way they talk to you. Oh, that is spooky. So, like, we could be sitting at a table and holding hands, and then suddenly I could be talking in a ghost voice. Yeah. So let's hear let's hear an example of this, and then the change in the voice that might help us understand how to tell when suddenly you go from talking to Al to talking to a ghost. Well, you also have to say the name. Let's say you're trying to chant on Jenny, Jenny something. Dead Miss Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Got it. Miss Jenny. Okay. So Miss Jenny, call Miss Jenny, and let's hear Miss Jenny talk through you when you've successfully like, summoned her. You hold your hands, you close the eyes, and then everybody says, like, Miss Jenny, Miss Jenny, the ghost, can we talk to you? And then sometimes you don't know who, but one of the ghosts, like, you say, Here I am. What do you want to talk about? Sometimes they say that, or like, Stop doing this, I'll let you out if you... Like, they immediately make you a deal without... So, like, like if they just... If they're like, go away, I want you to go away. You better go away. Yeah, or right. they'll kill you. Yeah, don't don't take any chances. Don't Sometimes hang around. They give. they always give you, like, a time limit. Okay. They always give you, like... At least five minutes. All right, all right. That makes sense. You know, it's only fair. It's only fair. I mean, they can phase through walls, but you might have to, like, put your shoes on, you know, put a yeah. coat on, get out the door. Yeah, it, that's important. And that's even if you're, like, a half a second late, they can close the door and kill you. Okay. <laughs> so you have a couple options, then, that I'm hearing. One, wait and hope that you don't get killed by the haunted house. Two, Try to hold a seance to talk to the ghost to make a deal with the ghost. Yeah. Is there really anything else you can do? No. Oh, man. Or find, since there's usually at least one secret passageway to get out. Okay. If you're locked in. So then look for secret passageways. Yeah. Okay, so hope and pray that you don't get killed. Try to hold a seance to talk to the ghost and hope that the ghost doesn't kill you. Yep. Or find that secret passageway to the outside. That secret passageway is risky because a lot of the ghosts will be guarding the thing to Ooh, open the passageway. That is tricky. But that sounds like the best bet, I'm thinking. Yeah. But if, you know, the ghosts are guarding the passageway, maybe then turn to a seance or something. Yeah. All right. Well, that is very informative. And listeners, keep that in mind should you be in a house where things start flying around, you know, or doors start closing on their own, or there's a lot of spooky spider webs and stuff, because you might be in a haunted house. Now, before we wrap up our session here, we of course have to assign homework. Yeah. And homework is where we assign you a list of movies to watch if you want to expand your studies into haunted houses. Yeah. And... Alistair is going to give you a list of movies that pretty much anybody in the family can watch, and I have some more adult-themed movies for you to watch. Alistair, what would you like to assign? I would like to assign Casper. Mm-hmm, very family-friendly. 13 Ghosts and Monster House. Okay, and 13 Ghosts, by that you mean the original William Castle and not the remake. Yeah. 
I mean, the remake, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you don't watch. It's just that Al hasn't seen the remake. He's seen the original. Yeah. So there you go. But Monster House is also great. That's from what? 2000? I don't remember. But it's the kind of CG one. That's a terrific movie and a movie that doesn't get enough attention. I think it's wonderful. An underrated movie. Watch it this Halloween or which is to say this month, because if you're listening to this when it drops, it's October. So, yeah, happy early Halloween. I would recommend then for adult viewers a few things. There's a movie from 1985 you might have heard of with William Cat called House, which is kind of a haunted house comedy thing that I like a lot. I've talked about it on other shows. There's a 1977 Japanese movie called House or House. So two movies called House. There's also this thing I saw recently, which aired on BBC One on Halloween in 1992 called Ghost Watch, which is presented like a documentary TV program, like a, you know, a live investigation of sort of an old Geraldo kind of a style where people go into a haunted house on Halloween to show that there might be ghosts there. And it's real spooky. It's cool. I like that. And uh, not a haunted house movie, but a haunted hotel movie. I would recommend Ty West's The Innkeepers from 2011. So there you go. We had Casper, 13 Ghosts, Monster House, and House, House, Ghost Watch, and The Innkeepers. So if you want to expand your studies of haunted houses in cinema, that is a good place to start. Yeah. Well, I think, Alistair, if you're ready, you can dismiss this class. Class dismissed. Ding, ding, ding. I guess that's it for this one, huh? Should probably yeah. start packing up here and maybe get a move on back to our apartment if we can ever get there without, you know, running into more monsters. Whoa, Dad. What? Look. What? What? I just went to pick up my drink, but then it picked up itself. Oh, man. What is it? A fizzy lifting drink from Willy Wonka? No, it doesn't look like that. It's just water. That's weird. What do you think could cause that? I don't know. Maybe a ghost? You think maybe this old, dark, spooky, cobweb-filled house is a haunted house? Did you just say cobweb? Yeah. This was the one from the ghost. (gasps) We're back in that house. Oh, that's dumb of us. The doors just shut on their own. We got to go find a secret passageway. Oh, gosh. Al, you start pulling on uh, handles and candles and books and everything you can find. Look for secret buttons. We got to find a way out of here. I just pulled out a thing. All the books are just falling out. Oh, nice. Cool. You found it. Good. We'll have to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Before we do that, of course, this being October, there are a ton of things going on both here on our public channel and on Patreon, where we have a whole bunch of October-exclusive content coming out. So that's patreon.com slash wordsalad. That supports us and supports Word Salad Radio, and everything we pull in from that goes into Alistair's College Fund. And if for nothing else, you know, kick in that dollar a month just to get access to these exclusives, because I tell you what, Al has put so much hard work into it, and he's come up with new shows and everything. We try to make those exclusives as special as possible. And uh, this month especially, we go all in. I mean, I'm posting four exclusive things over there on Patreon this month, including 
three with Al, and then one that's an episode of Cinemuck that I did with my friend Ken. And then, of course, we have four episodes here on Cadavercast for you this month. Um, But we appreciate your help. If you can't uh, pitch in there, totally understand. If you want to still help the show, you can, of course, help spread the word, get our episodes out there so that other people can hear it. And also, if you can rate and review us, that is also awesome. But, you know, whatever rating and review you want to give us, we just like to hear from you, whatever it is. And in that regard, find us on social media. Let us hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Cadavercast. You can find us on Twitter at Cadaver underscore cast. And on Facebook, you'll find us on the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. And you can send us an email, as always, at Cadavercast at gmail.com. Well done, my man. So. Uh, with that, man, I suppose we should get a move on here, head out this old secret passageway you found. Oh, no. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, it's right behind us. Al, run! Sign us out as we go! You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. We love ya. What's a death-free way to handle this situation? A death-free way also is to make a deal with the ghosts. Hmm, what kind of a deal? The deal that they usually make with you is that if you stay there for a day and you let them cut you, at <laughs> least... Cut you one time, then they'll let you leave. What movie have you seen this in? None.